Garfield e Jeffen! Okay, we're getting yeah. distracted. He's, uh, beers in the fridge. Just open the fridge on the bottom and bring some out for the. Yeah, just bring some out. Yeah, actually, I'll do that. I'll take care of that. Oh, you drank fast. Wow. I'm trying to get in. I'm you got it, it, it. I feel that it's um, you get hot. a little loose and then it's loosey goosey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're already very loose, so. Okay. Yeah. Speak for yourself. Oh, please! You're the loosest woman I know. <laughs> Now, um, so do you, you live in Tokyo? Yes, I okay. live in Gotanda. Gotanda. Not so far from here. I okay. Like uh, and I you, live in Shinjuku. Okay, yeah. so okay. Not super far from here. Okay. I'm from San Francisco, <laughs> and uh, I live in Koenji now. Oh, Koenji's Koenji. nice. Oh, that's nice. I like Koenji. It's a nice... I love I'm, the summer festival. It's probably going to come up Awadori. Awadori. Yeah. I keep forgetting the name. Awadori. Okay, some of these are cold. Some of them aren't. So if you're getting another uh, one, just I'll, grab a cold I'll, one. I'll leave the cold ones Arigato. for the guests. Oh, you got the guests. I have a couple more in there, though, too. Didn't you just get here from San Fran? I did. I did. I did. Get in here. Get the cold um, ones. Oh, what the fuck? All right. I sounded brave, but... I. I don't know if I can. Is that choke. a comb in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? It's actually a comb in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> but I'm happy to see all you guys. Thank you very oh, much for coming here. Cold. Okay. Yeah, uh, three of them should be cold. Well, three we should can, be like. Let's just put warm. it back in the fridge if it's not ready. Well, how about the freezer? Right. And then oh. like. No, I think it will explode. Explode. That'll be your problem, Johnny. That would definitely be my problem. Yeah, my wife comes home. She's like, "You did it again." I'm like, "Yeah, no, it wasn't me." But I was responsible. You were. That's what happens. You get yeah. Eaten with the frozen beer. I know. I know. Okay, your voice is a little lower. Well, it's like high, but it's like volume-wise a little lower. So I'm just gonna move. Should, the I, mic. should I just? Yeah, lean in like this. Yeah, that actually works pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'm also only talking this voice. Oh my god, you sound like Marge. <laughs> yes, I'm going for that 12 packs a day. How do you feel Marge? about you know, Tokyo in regards to like? I'm straight, and I hope I don't say in a way that like offends you. Or you're straight. I am leaving. I, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> listen, how, listen. how dare you? The first time I met him, he was in drag, and I thought he was a chick, and I bought him a shot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, can I buy you a shot? He's like, yes. Yes, daddy. He's like, wait a second. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that is, like, that's not true. Listen, no, I've seen no. his drag. I know that's not true. I I don't look no. very fit. I was out of drag. I probably had like my camp face with a hat on and boy clothes. <laughs> Yeah, do you know who uh, King Diamond is? Heavy metal King Diamond? He kind of looked like King Diamond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a compliment or not. Do you think it's a compliment? I don't think so. No, was it that, the that's the, a co- no, it was at the end of the night. You had your wig off, your makeup was all yeah. sweaty. From, your from my perspective, that's a compliment of the highest order. Can you tell which one is me? 
Uh, well, okay. this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when I was hosting the Comedy Night at Gamaso. That was a movie. Oh, the Bloody Knockers. Bloody Knockers. That's a good one. That's a girl group. Yeah, That's the Bloody Knockers has got some great wow. scenes, man. Oh, you've, you've watched it? Yeah, of course it I watched is. it. My favorite scene is from the Japanese girl speaking English, but she doesn't know what she's saying. She's just, she's just she memorized all these words. Yes. She goes, you go to store because it was bad. Go there. Bad store. Yes. <laughs> well, she's great. She's, she's, a, she got paid a lot. she's something like, ah, oh, I finally found you Bloody Knockers. Give me that money right now. You stuck up whores. Whores. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think the Japanese woman had Jersey. A, a, a Jersey or <laughs> no. Brooklyn Jewish accent. That, I, but I, I, I think dirty that's whores. 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 Is that how they Hoas. say that in the Sopranos? And I, I can't even get it right. No, but. they ripped it that. They ripped that off from fucking out. It's called Goodfellas. Mm. Your superintendent, your Julius is a whore. Remember the Goodfellas and shit no. when the mom is Sorry. trying to bust that hoozy? You know? I'm old. Oh uh, yes, that yes, yes. Of course. My bad. <laughs> You've never seen Goodfellas? I haven't. Well, oh man. I envy you because you have a wonderful I, film I have a whole in your world future. to open up to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do envy that. You know, you haven't seen an amazing movie. So when you watch it, it's like watching something like, like a rose just kind of. Blossom, you know, it's in blossom. your face, yeah, and that's my godfather. Is that like a that's like a, a blossoming bosom? Well, I'm drinking whiskey, my friend. Yeah, oh, I'm right. sorry. <laughs> I want to know what a blossom was. If a it was a blossoming bosom, a blossoming bosom, that's what it was. I don't know. Uh, are you ready to start? I think we've started. I think this is on. What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. Uh. King Otaku, Sean. That's right. And today we've got two special guests. One is a returning guest. Hi, everyone. I'm Taylor, but you probably know me as Tatiana, Tokyo's terribly transgressive transvestite. That's right. And, and we're very, very lucky here because today we have... Emmanuel Transmission, and I did not bring a script like this one over here <laughs> to my left. But I, I think that I am a terribly transcendent transvestite as well. <laughs> okay, excellent. Now I can ask these questions. Oh, by the way, uh, Faders, this is episode number 411. And Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes boost Japan in the news, as we all know. There's actually four people here. All right. I need to ask you. All right, so what is your pronoun? That's, that's the good way to say it, right? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. good. We, we, we um, drilled him. We drilled him hard. No, 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 no. So We had flashcards. No, no, so no, 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 no. I just didn't know what to say. I'm like, so, uh, what should I say? You know, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to be in the back. Because sometimes I say the wrong thing. And so it's like, hey, man, you know, you can't say that anymore. But like, oh, then what should I say? I, actually, I don't know. But you can't say that anymore. I know that. You're like, oh. Unless you ask. So you did the right thing. Alternatively, yeah, right. we could just go and not use words and just, you know, shake our butts like bees <laughs> and communicate that way. Um, that is what I go for. That is what I go for. I prefer if you just shake your butt like a bee at me. But That's why we have Sean. Sean, thank you very much for being on the show. King Otaku, do your magic. Um, what about a... Yeah, yeah uh, sometimes words can't you know, fully express how we're feeling or the or what we want to communicate or how we want to communicate. So maybe, you know, uh, next level consciousness, we'll all be just transmitting and communicating 
telepathically. In the Matrix. Mm. Nah, just in the real world, man. Just in the man. real world, yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. need the fucking VR. Matrix to do that shit. Well, what do we need to take to do this? I'm, like, I'm a manual transmission. Just come see my show. Let me uh-huh. transmit it to you. Okay, yeah, we're going to talk about the show. Wait. But first, wait, what's the pronoun? What's, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, in, in my in my non-drag days, I'm they, them, they, or they, them, there. Fuck up my own pronouns. But, um... <laughs> they, them, there. They, them, there. So T-T-T. T-T-T. To just abbreviate? You know it. Okay. The AOL chat room, T-T-T. AOL? Yeah. I still have an AOL email. Do you really? Does I it do. work? Fuck yeah, it works. What? I used to have to pay for that shit, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna oh, take man, it for free. Oh, man, when you were dialing it as, up yourself. Yeah, and... I, I'm, I'm gonna keep that shit. It's got a house in North Korea. It works there. Wow. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Wait, can we say that? I don't know. Give us a fuck. It, it's fine. Yeah. You're just gonna get kidnapped. It's fine. Yeah. No, 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 no. But a manual transmission. Grind, dude. Ooh. Oh, God. All right, so, wait, wait, so, them there is your pronoun. <laughs> that's, that's my real life pronoun, but when I'm in drag, it's he, him, his. Mm. He, him, his. Mm. Okay, so. Can you explain that a lot of our a lot of our faders right now? That's our listeners. Our listeners are faders. A lot of them are still. Uh, they're probably just as confused as I am. <laughs> oh, are they just as drunk? No. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Unless they're driving, you better not be drinking and driving. But uh, okay, could you explain that to us? Well, I, I'm a drag king, so that's kind of what Tatiana does as a drag queen. Mm. Except mm-hmm. I get to wear a lot more genitalia. <laughs> in my pants. So yes. I, I think that's a plus, personally. So if a drag queen is an artist who uses feminine imagery, a king is an artist who uses masculine imagery. So you dress like a guy. Yeah, yeah, I dress like a guy. But, okay, cool. But, but what about the wiener? Is there like oh, a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Let me tell you about my wieners. I, all right, we're going to learn. That's... Approaches the mic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that... Um, yeah, things are getting spicy now. This is good. This is good uh, radio. Please, <laughs> please, please. Yeah, I've I've got a good collection. I have my personal collection that I I would not put on stage for for reasons. But when it comes to stage packing, packing for all those listeners at home is when you put a a, a cock in your pants. I used to pack when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. No, I use a sock. <laughs> no, you can use a sock if you have a lot of money. It's fine. Yeah. That's completely legit. You can do that. But, um, I, I, I have a little bit... I've graduated from socks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. It's fine. It's fine. Don't you know look. We won't. We won't ask what the crustiness is in those socks. We are not going to ask. Um, what we are going to say, yeah, packing. Uh, they actually have packing cocks, which are great. I have a couple. Um, they're flaccid, so they're not like a dildo where they're not like huge and screaming <laughs> erections. Um, they're just flaccid, so they look like and they feel like just a cock at, at rest. Uh, a flaccid cock? A flaccid cock in its natural habitat. Do they call it a flock? No, they call it a packer! Uh, but are, uh, he wasn't listening! Are we should have re- drilled him! But are they oh, really right. tiny and soft? Um, they're like. They're, they're, do they get small in cold water? Oh, that'd be so like, cool. Did you guys have the Barbies where if you put their hair in cold water, it would change colors? No, that was Jim. No, 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 no. Well, I would really, if, if there are any dildo makers listening out there in the audience, I really think that you're missing out on a key marketing concept. 
There's a lot of people listening right now. Expound upon that. Keep our a lot of hands. Explain a little bit more. That's great. The change in water, Cox. The change color. The change color. I know, not yet, but you could be the change you want to see in the world. But what about amazingly small? Does it go in that direction? Wait, why like, would she want an amazingly small I one? I mean, like, if we're, if we're yeah. emulating real life, sometimes it just... I think there's... You know, I think there's like, yourself. Yeah, there, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. It looks like that. So Except mine's a lot oh, okay. nicer. That's a, mine has a, a wonderful spine. Thing. Mine has a spine, which is really nice. I thought you said you're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had touché, something in Touche, touche. It's like, what the heck? I'm sorry. She's not a real Jew. It's true. It's true. It's not a real cock. Look. Look at that. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We need more beer. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Um. So my, I, have, I have ones that are like that. Ones with spines. So you can adjust them so they can, like, kind of go realistically to the side. Um. I have really, really big ones that, you know, you put in for comedic value. Question. Do yes. you... Like, okay, so these, are these props that you use for shows, mm-hmm. or do you also use them for, now, you know, now. can I, can I, that, we that's, talked about per, the private collection. that's personal oh, that's business, the private, yeah. that's a private collection, hey, man, you don't miss got business and pleasure, we don't fuck around. you don't miss business and pleasure, especially when it comes to packing penises. <laughs> Watch because they, they wind up smelling after a while, right? Dude, and like, it's sweaty, you're dancing, yeah. you get a lot of glitter in there, you don't want that oh, glitter in oh, someone oh. else, you're gonna make a fucking pearl. <laughs> you like that? I didn't even. I didn't think about that. I was like, wait a second. And oh, yeah, yeah. what? What? <clears throat> um, what about like uh, uh, self? Like the you know um, care for those. Okay. You know, you're talking about uh, getting sweaty, getting down, getting dirty. Mm-hmm. Can you so, put them in the washing machine? Uh, what do you do? Oh, like, what do you do for? No, s- no, what do you? Uh, no. Do they call that self care or self medicate? No, that doesn't even work. No, self medication is what you do right yeah, now. Yeah, we're doing. Drink. We're all doing Come that right on. now. Come by. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, we didn't get a cheers. Get a glorious cheers, cheers in this motherfucker. Mm. So yeah, how do you clean? Why do you want to know about cleaning them? Well, you know, maybe he wants to try it out. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. self yeah. self care. There you go. So damp washcloth. That just wipe it all down. I've had. So is that only like a perf- post performance? <laughs> What kind that, of performance? Because yeah. that doesn't sound so sanitary. I mean, you know, you know, usually, usually you have the underwear, you you, you have the underwear barrier. It's all right. right. It's so, just sweat. So that's just day to day normal. Day to day normal care. wear and care. Because yeah, I, I, I've had, I'm from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I have uh, good friends who are queer, and how. Dare you not be queer with that mustache? <laughs> People listening at home, this man has the gayest mustache I've ever seen. I yeah. hope, I hope this you take this as a compliment. Uh, I, it is a compliment. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, gay men have the best style, so um, it's a very John Waters esque mustache. I was just oh going to say that, but I didn't, didn't want to offend him. He's my friend. I'm gonna be like, that, that's not offensive to me. And okay. um, you know, Pink Flamingo is a great when, movie. Oh, it's the best. When Isn't you're it? trying to cultivate a mustache, it's not easy. You're trying to trim it and shape it, mm-hmm. and one side gets fucked up. You got to clip the other mm-hmm. side. And it gets all messed up, and I'm not that fucking skillful. Oh. You know what? I, I'm just trying my best. I think it looks I beautiful. I think it looks really good. I, I, I would I totally think. buy your mustache a shot of, of cheap alcohol. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got a bottle of whiskey in the Some kitchen. Of gut rock 
gut rot booze. That's right. We were talking about uh, maybe you know, maybe you can help us. We were talking about Captain Morgan's poor oh, yeah. brother. Like when you were a kid and you were underage and you were drinking, That's- which you don't do, listeners at home. <laughs> There's um, a lot of high school listeners. You, you can't stop our crowd, man. They're faders. Uh oh. Sorry, kids. <laughs> Well, so what's the what? cheap Captain Morgans? It's like yeah, little Jimmys, right? Yeah, it was right? like Admiral Bob's. Uh, little, little cheap Jimmy's. Captain Morgans, just Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. What did they put in your Captain Crunch? Milk. Um, Strong bones and teeth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is there? I mean, so what you're saying is Captain Morgans is cheap, and then there's so a there cheaper a cheap version. Cheaper version. No, don't Google it. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 Brainstorm. No, that's good. No, Google is fucking stupid. I hate Googling, dude. I Google fucking everything, man. I don't use my brain anymore, dude. All right, all right. That's not not using your brain. No, it's using that's tools. Not, 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 no, it's yeah, using you're tools. using the tools at your disposal. You use the weapons at the your homo disposal. Homo sapiens. No, yeah, no, but the yeah, thing yeah, is, he, if you use your brain, your brain's a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets, you know? Uh, if you're just like, oh, I don't know anything, let me just use my phone. I mean, shit, that's why fucking kids are fucking 30 years old. Or not 30. <laughs> 30 yeah. 13 years old. 30 year old children. All right, keep the booze away well, from me. Google I, that motherfucker. I'm yeah, done. I, I, I'm done. We were talking about drag kings. Maybe Skylar wants to talk about how yeah, they got into we drag. Got, we got, yeah, why are we talking about this? Uh, but, uh, can I? Uh, okay, all right, all right. I'm going to Google uh, Captain Morgan. That's a wonderful idea. Later. But yeah. can I, like, uh, so what? What would be some of the personas for our listeners out there for drag kings? Yeah. Okay. Famous drag kings. Good question, Sean. Oh, yeah. My TED Talk moment. Um, (laughs) Wife? It's not a wife beater, right? (laughs) All right, all right. So there are some very famous drag kings um, throughout the era. Uh, drag kings of our times. You've got Murray Hill, which Woo. is from New York like me. Murray Hill is lovely and has been doing this for like 40 years. The guy is ancient. Um, has a mustache that actually looks a lot like yours. Oh. Um, like you're, you're giving me Murray Hill realness right now. Oh. Um, She's getting goosebumps. I, 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 I will do my best. Yes. Um, there's also <laughs> Spiky Van Dyke, which was a personal inspiration of mine for many years. Still is. Um, definitely watching Spikey's documentary on YouTube pushed me towards the direction of drag. Um, and honestly, there's a lot of drag throughout history. Like, there's a, people don't usually know this, but there's a very strong drag tradition here in Japan. Yeah, Um, it's like a kabuki. What's the other thing from kabuki? The opposite, where, like, the girls dress like dudes. That's, um... Uh, I don't remember. All right, you, fucking you're Google. Mr. You're Mr. Fucking Japan, Johnny. Why don't you know? Why don't you fucking Google it? Why don't, that's can, what I, I just can, said, can I lay down some Wikipedia on your asses right now? Yeah. Tekomai, in the Edo period. <laughs> Tekomai, yeah. Um, they were geisha who, like, to get the crowd rowdy at festivals, would dress up, and I keep you not, like, construction workers, who were called Tekomai at the time, <laughs> Construction workers and just like perform Tickle body liar? Uh, no, 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 body kabuki, body kabuki to rile up the crowd. So like, Japan has a long, long history of drag kings. And I'm just, I'm just furthering the discourse on that. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, and maybe some of our listeners don't know that, but like the kabuki tradition is men mm-hmm. playing women's parts. Mm-hmm. I think everybody just knows like that Shakespeare. One. Shakespeare's time. Uh, Women weren't allowed to be actors, so men had to play the parts. 
And uh, can you expound upon that? Why was that idea uh, inherent in the theater at the time? Uh, What's up, theaters? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got-baited experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Fadol. Misogyny. It's like, oh, we hate women. We don't want to work with women. They're unlucky. They bleed every month. They're way too emotional. So let's just have men play every part. Have you ever met male theater kids? Yeah, yeah, I... Women are definitely the driving force in theater. Um, and if I could expound upon that, I guess maybe part of the idea in Shakespearean time is, you know, part of acting is artifice. Mm-hmm. And that was maybe considered or construed like some kind of mm, being untruthful in a sense. Um, it... Uh, projected into the theater. Mm. Well, it's definitely an illusion. It's like yes, yes, if yes. you If you draw a beautiful painting, oh, you did that very well. Same way if I draw a beautiful woman's face on top of a man's face, oh, what skill it took to do that. So it's a very admirable thing. All right, yeah. So, so I'll bring it back at you. Mm-hmm. What, what got you into drag queen? Me? We've been talking about me for three years. They're oh, okay, sick of okay. Me. They didn't know. I, well, I you know what? Yeah, they know. This one doesn't well, know. He doesn't listen I to the show. Can you believe that? Rude. Yeah, rude, rude Sean. Mr. Mustache. <laughs> okay, question. So, what are you doing now in Japan regarding being a drag king? Oh, man. So, I was actually going to say, the reason why I'm putting poor Taylor on the spot is because this one gave me my first break into drag. Yes. Years ago. Jesus. Jesus. I started at the Closet Ball four years ago? Is no, that right? no. I, don't, I think it was only three, but it feels like longer mm. under under your under cold, my, hard fist. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> under my thumb, but under my fist. Yeah. Oh, you've got depth. Is that the sound yours makes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, this is the she's first, got the vapors. This is the first time someone on this podcast has made me blush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Harder, John. Uh, I started the Closet Ball because I wanted to celebrate the diversity of the LGBT community. So not just drag queens who get a lot of attention. I also want to have drag uh, kings. I want to see queer burlesque. I want to see... Uh, queer comedy and celebrate all the the diversity in our community. And so in Tokyo, Mm. um, mm, uh, I want to put this eloquently in my wits. It's okay. (laughs) If you may not be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Explain that more. Tell us more about that. About what? Um... Uh, that wasn't eloquent at all. I guess what I want to say. I guess what uh, what I want to <laughs> say is, um, you know, you want to expand upon that in Tokyo, the gay community, and showing it in many of its facets and forms. Right. Well, you know, I think um, we need to celebrate the diversity. Diversity is strength. Uh, I by myself cannot uh, do. 
be every uh, queer person, but if I can, like, show... Maybe someone's inspired by Tatiana, maybe someone's inspired by Emmanuel, maybe they're subscribed by, inspired by someone else. Is that your name, Emmanuel? Emmanuel Transmission. Emmanuel Transmission. That's what we Emmanuel call a pun name. If you're a drag queen, you either have a pageant name or a pun name. What's your pageant name? I, I chose a pageant name, but Emmanuel Tatiana. chose a pun name. I chose a pun name. Because uh. I, I'm from the pageant circuit, similar to Alyssa Edwards or Laganja Estranja. And I have a big hard stick. <laughs> um, that's lovely. And um, I, I guess what I, I, I wanted to... Uh, so is this mostly Gaijin-based? Do you have your... Uh, um, uh, Japanese drag queens and drag kings mm-hmm. participating and and um, how does that work? Yeah, I think it's a pretty international group. We've got a few Japanese members, a few uh, Americans, English, uh, German, uh, uh, Swiss, people from all over the world. Okay, and um, <laughs> that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we are the world. We fucked your children. <laughs> no, that, well, I think we'll be the first podcast to ever be kicked off the air. That that's a goof. We all know that. We all understand that. We're I think all, we just lost our sponsors. We're all adults here. That's, Thank you, James Gunn. Yeah. Our sponsors are bars and liquor stores. We just lost them. It's all about edgy comedy on this podcast, and uh, yeah, that's what we're striving for. Maybe yeah. they're adult children. You don't know. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm done joking with you. Here, you drink up. Here, another one. Uh, no, I'm just still working on this. There you go. Adult babies? Oh, no. That's not, that's not our target audience here at the Tokyo Closet Ball. Um, but yeah, no, I see what you were saying um, about, you know, is is there a strong Japanese queer drag community, right? Well, not at? only that, but how does it interact with the queer gaijin community where does it intersect mm-hmm. where do, do, do the two come together do they coexist do they kind of operate in different areas or uh, outside of each other okay good question yeah yeah uh that is actually really interesting i think it really depends on what venue what show you're going to see there's obviously a very very strong japanese drag community uh there are japanese kings as well that will be performing. I have a show coming up on August 11th called Tokyo O, which is Kings of Tokyo. Um, and there are lots of drag kings from all over the world, including homegrown here in Japan. Uh, Japan has a really interesting tradition of uh, male impersonation through something that you may, listeners at home may know, um, which is Takurazuka. Uh, which is the very, very famous theater group where all performers are women. That's it. Mm. Takarazuka, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. And so, okay. I, I don't want to get too... No, no, no. Get too into it. Too, that, that's, too, that's what too, we want to know about. like, yeah, semantic. But uh, I wouldn't call that drag. That's not drag to me. That's... That's male impersonation. Like impersonation. Is it kind of because Just it's different? Uh, I think it's different. I think what it's less sexual. Be- it's not sexuality. It's not how. What is that bad to say? No, 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 no. no, no I no, think no, you're I just a little. Little. I'm giving him such the eye. Oh uh, no, no. 
you know. And, and if I could just step in, that's such a straight guy thing to say. I love you, Johnny, but you know. John is straight, guys. I'm sorry for all those listeners out we're, there. We're not people yeah, see a man. Men are really dumb, you know. <laughs> people, see a man, people see a man in the dress. And it's like, oh, the only reason he's doing that is for because get himself off sexually. But drag is not about sex that much. It could be about comedy. It could be about. Uh, being powerful and just expressing yourself, you know. Yeah, I mean, what I think is the cutoff line between is it drag or is it cross-dressing? Um, is is there a message? Drag, to me, is an art form. It really is. Like, I know you do art. Um, a little bit. Yeah, we're sitting next to all his, of his paintings. You're next so. to the studio. Yeah. The, the studio next to the studio. <laughs> this is the clean one. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is the one with less uh, asbestos. It shit emissions. Yeah, he's tying it back. He's tying it back. You can't, you can't, you can't time that shit. You can't pre-plan it. It's just uh, impromptu radio. Whoa, podcasting. But yeah, yeah, no, I I definitely see. All right, we're breaking up the fucking whiskey. (laughs) We need some. Who wants a whiskey shot? I will have a whiskey. I'll take. Oh yes, sensei. You know what? I don't like whiskey. But oh, come in the on. spirit of the moment, in the spirit of uh, all people coming together and uh, being cool as fuck and partying. Coming together, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> in a metaphorical <laughs> sense, in a physical we're having, sense. We're having a metaphorical yeah, you circle can't time trick. that shit, right? A metaphorical <laughs> circle trick. Uh, all right, let me give you some Three, fucking shot glasses. Um, so while he's yeah. doing that, yeah, yeah, keep, keep going, keep going. Arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drag is art. I talked to you all about my various dildos, uh, but let me tell you, drag is art. Um, <laughs> okay, so, um, hey Johnny, yo, what's the name of your of your your friend, uh, Lady Beard? <coughs> oh, Lady Beard. Yeah. Okay. Can we say his name? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we can't say his name. Uh, Ladybeard. Ladybeard. Yeah, Lady his persona, okay. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know much about the fellow. Um, what do you guys know about him? Well, what Ladybeard does is a type of drag. It's it is. He's a straight man. See, that's my that and that's the the curiosity on my part and what I wanted to ask you. You don't need to be gay to do drag if you want a simple soundbite. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, right, right. Um, is it, uh, do you feel it's, um... Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And, of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and, of course, they got wine from... California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. 
If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want. So come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso. And if I'm working, tip me. I don't want to say degrading what, what you guys are doing, but it's... Uh, I mean, it, like, is it, I know you're proponents of drag, but at the same time, is it like, is anybody doing it all the time for any reason? Okay. Well, or yeah, all artwork needs uh, uh, intent. I mean, if you're uh, painting a painting, what's your message? Are your is your message one of hope? Is it one of uh, critique? Is it something like that? Yeah, and that said, there's a lot of bad art out there. Yeah. Like, I'm sure we've all seen it. Hey, don't look at me. Yeah. 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 Speak on art. And so when we talk about art in connection with drag, um, so in a sense, it's um, like live action, interactive performance art. What's is that right? it? I spill whiskey all the time. Don't worry about it. Do you and want me to do that? it's the Deadpool shot glass. That's like basically sacrilege. No, I've got a Deadpool, I've got a Michigan, I've got a fucking Paris one, and I've got uh, Sean's. Did you know Deadpool is pansexual? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we are doing shots. Is that too much? That's, that's not a shot. That's like a... Oh. Uh, yo, 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 dude, yo, come on. <laughs> is that too much? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Have For me? Never. Uh. But for Sean, holy shit. I'm not, not a shot taker, actually. I, I guzzle beer. That's Sean. two fingers. That's not too much. Just like prom night. Hey. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's I'm not gay if you don't to, make eye contact. I'm up to two fingers now myself. What's his name? <laughs> oh, shit. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one. Oh, actually, I'm going to give this one to you. All right. That okay. one's yours. This one's yours. Are you, you're not driving or anything, are you? Uh, not just yet, Poppy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Actually, that was given to us by a fader that uh, we did an interview of, like a famous tattoo artist out there. Yeah? Yeah, he's like, here's a shot. I think you'll like it. I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking use that. <laughs> there you go. It's convenient. It has a little handy hold, so uh, if you're very, very drunk, you can need help. Have you ever seen a shot glass with a handle? I've never seen this. This is the first. You can stick your pinky out like a like a gentleman. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, let me let me consume this lovely shots. All right, well here we go. We got a, a bottle of Centauri whiskey. We're doing Centauri whiskey shots. Sean, pick up your your joust. Uh, All right, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, are, whoa. are we making it Centauri times? Shut the fuck up. Here we go. Come right. on, drag. <sighs> Fuck, I just <laughs> untucked after drinking that. No, Centauri's, no, but Centauri's actually a smooth whiskey. Now, if we did this with Jack Daniels or any kind of bourbon, like a straight whiskey, or, well, actually, this is a straight whiskey, but if we did this with like, a, uh, a bourbon, it would burn so bad. Mm. Now it just burns so good. Yeah, it's so good. But, yeah, actually, Centauri's not a bad whiskey to shoot. Now, I'm not really a shooting kind of guy when it comes to whiskeys and stuff. I usually just sip it. 
But actually, this one here. He's you're, suffering. You're not a shooting type of guy. What do you do? Just dribble I, it out? No, I'll shoot you in the face. But no. <laughs> no, no, no. When it comes to whiskey, dude, I sip whiskey. Are you all right? You're not going to puke, are you? Uh, I'm getting some more beer. Okay, cool. Put the other beers in the fridge if you can. Let's we already did that. You did fucking tail your I'm awesome. a stage manager. Of course I'm thinking of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's also reorganized your drawers and... Uh, yeah, he probably left some sort of, like, bows on the kitchen table. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say he left some roofies in my beer when I was in the <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> Look, he uh, just wants to make you comfortable. I feel so dizzy. I don't know what's going on here. Are you guys hot? I'm really hot. <laughs> this podcast sponsored by Roofie Brand Roofies. <laughs> oh, man. So, you're oh, going to... We never got the whole thing about uh, Lady oh, yeah. Beer. Yeah, yeah Lady oh, Beer. Yeah. Let's no, tell uh, you about Lady Beer. Final consensus, Draft. I mean... Uh, I think I know okay, we're going to hear actually really well. This? Are you you want to take this? Or no, I want to take this. Let me, let me give, just give it a start. Like you've seen drag in Monty Python, you've seen drag in Saturday Night Live. If straight men put on a dress and do something, that's still a type of drag. In the same way, a painting is a painting, a sculpture is a sculpture. I think it's fine to call that thing drag, and it's uh, as drag kings and queens. That's okay for you guys. I it's nothing. It has nothing to do with me, but I'm happy that Lady Beard is happy doing her gig, doing her live wrestling and singing stuff. I think it's great. I love her shows. Okay, and DJ. Okay. Actually, okay. Lady Beard is a phenomenal DJ. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a great performance. When, the yeah. phenomenal, like, all right, I'm, I'm very kind of jaded when it comes to DJing. So I, I DJ. If you look over there, I got my whole setup. I DJed with records for many, many, many years. So when it comes to DJing with CDJs, it's more of a performance. The performance mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what people I come out for. I alienated my DJ community. Sorry, DJs that use USBs. I'm more of a record kind of guy. Well, that's not really a DJ. A, a DJ is a disc jockey. You're flipping discs. Well, you could be yeah. flipping a CD. That's a type of disc. It is a type of disc. But, but no, MP3s. Uh, uh, that's true. I mean, I respect yeah. DJs that carry vinyl. Then you're yeah. just mounting discs. That's right. <laughs> so it's an MD. Ma- it's an MD. Yeah, like, no, 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 but they don't use disc anymore. Now they use, like, USBs. No, so no, no, think about it. A disc I'm on a your computer. I'm a keychain rocker. Mm-hmm. A C keychain rocker. K C R. I'm a key C. Does that sound cool? Key C R, motherfucker. K-C-R. I'm a key C R. Doesn't sound so cool. Actually. He's really white. It's kind of. <laughs> I, I think everybody knows. <laughs> Did it? What? Really? <laughs> Dude, it's fucking sunny outside. I'm either white or I'm red. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You were the crayfish you saw. I was the crayfish. But, um, uh,. Wait, but, uh, I, want, I want to say something about Lady Beard. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love Lady Beard. Lady Beard's my brother, man. So, yeah, be nice. I'm Lady Beard's say, a friend of the say, show. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling you out, Lady Beard. I love your stuff so much. Okay, that's cool. I am a huge awesome. Lady Beard fan. Awesome. So, you know what my favorite <laughs> drag kings are? You know who my, like, inspiration for being a drag king are? Pro wrestling. Oh. WWE. I was like a little queer watching WWE. You take the questions from here on out. <sighs> this is the guy. This is the guy. Okay, this is the guy over here. Friends. You um, and me, nerd t-shirt bro. You and me. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm a big so pro wrestling fan. Man. <laughs> <laughs> out. So, so like, and I, I probably can't, you know, because I watched it when I was very young. My dad was still around, but like, so that is, I think, a great, great instance of drag 
Because drag, being a drag king, being a drag queen, but let's talk about kings right now. Being a drag king, that's just like, take a gender performance, whatever you want, either man or woman, amp it up to 130, throw some fucking glitter on there, and you're, you're good. You're good to go. That is, that is the ingredients for delicious drag cake. Um, and that is all very much present in WWE. So, like, I see those guys as drag kings. Mm-hmm. At my show, there are bio kings. That means king, uh, drag kings who are cis men. What's and a cis man? And can you, a cis man is a person who isn't trans, who was born in the gender and birth. identifies wait, in wait, that wait, gender. Wait, wait, wait. So, so we're, a guy, we're, we're, yes, you guys we're are cis. cis. You guys we're are cis. cis. Wait, why am I a not, cis? Not to be confused with Sith. No, <laughs> no, you have to earn that. You're thing, born yeah. cis. Yes, you're yes. made cis. Wait, 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 what's a cis again? Do, okay, so, the word right, trans... We're, we're cis. What's that? Oh, he's gonna lay yeah. some science okay. down if, on if you just go to a English, second. Let's go to English uh, teacher mode. Shit. Trans. What, what other words have trans, trans in them? Trans fat. Transformers. Transformers. Translation. Transmission. Trans meaning across. Transatlantic, meaning going from one to another, from uh-huh. one gender to another gender. Okay, got it. Cis just means stays there. Uh, the your, the baby was born. Doctor said it's a boy. The boy grew up to a man. That's a cis man. Okay, so we're cis. Yeah. yeah. But cis kind of sounds not cool though. But it's cool because it's spelled with the. Would you rather call yourself C-I-S. normal because that's offensive to us? All right, I'm <laughs> I'm just gonna call myself Johnny. Yeah, no, like it, it, <laughs> I don't want to call myself uh, fucking normal, dude. Have you seen some of these? You can call paintings? yourself. You can <laughs> call yourself a bio king if you want to do drag. I'm gonna you, call myself biohazard. You are a biohazard. <laughs> what about yeah. that? if you put it on stage? What about then you're um, a biolante? Biolante? What That's is that? That's Spanish for biohazard. He's a foe of God. That'd be a great name anyway. for drag queen. Oh, Biolante. Man. Biolante, yeah. yeah the kids would be Biolanto. Ooh, Biolanto. I like it. Biolanto. Give it to me, Biolanto. Oh, can that be my drag king name? Biolanto. I like it. I like it. Dude, you should do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to come <laughs> to my show. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we're. That's the thing that I want to do in... Because drag can also be, like, very exclusive. Like, uh, a lot of the time, drag queen community, like, it doesn't... Um, it's not very open to people who are biologically women. It's not very open to straight men who want to go into drag. Uh, it's very much kind of one intersectionality. But, I agree with that, yeah. yeah. What Taylor, I think, is trying to do, what I'm trying to do with my show as well, is to open it up for everyone. Like, anybody who wants to make a statement about gender, who just wants to have a good time, who wants to get dressed up, come on down. Like, And we do have people who, you know, span the gender binary, span the sexuality spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, anyone can do this. It's just a matter of, like, Saying something about being a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it evolves, too. Like, the first year, the first year Emmanuel came into being, uh, everybody knew Emmanuel as every time he came on stage, someone would die. Whoa! Yeah, yeah I murdered someone on stage every single time. <laughs> and is that, like, it's like an Alice Cooper show? Metaphorical, in a no, sense? No, 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 very physical. But, but interpretive. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there um, was fake blood. But it was I mean, everywhere. I, I, I understand <laughs> no, I that. Know, I know, but like psychologically. Yes. Um, 
And you know Maybe what? psychoanalytically murdering Ooh. something. So you get to, on the couch. Let's change places. To go to uh, to the higher to the higher self, the metamorphosis. Something dies oh. in order to be reborn. Now I don't know about that, but I definitely saw it as like therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, so many times as someone who's assigned as a guy or as a woman, um, we have it's like we're a tree and like little branches get cut. There are certain things that we're not allowed to express, mm. or certain things that we have to express, even if we don't feel that way. Mm. Um, and when I'm on stage, I'm allowed to express stuff that is not considered socially acceptable, mm. like anger, like, you know, wanting to murder someone. Like, so you can't do that in the real world, but stage, you can do that on stage. So on the stage, you, like, like wrestle people and you fight them and stuff? Yeah. And- and and because Tidiana, Tidiana, when Tidiana, 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 a Freudian slip. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, my my pronunciation is very uh, Latin at the moment. But um, yeah, it's sure Latin guy. Yeah, all right, it's bad. I don't know. But whatever. <laughs> it, it, the thing is, like, oh, uh, tits. Ah, I know. I was going for the titty thing. But the thing is, like, when you're on stage, it's more comedy. Like you do a lot of jokes, you know, right. a lot of dancing, a lot of singing and stuff. You know, it's a huge performance. But you are more like. Violence. Oh no, no, no! It's a performance. It's a performance too, and and that's with world like WWE. You know, Uh, um, that's a performance too. So I'm doing the lip syncing. I'm doing songs like um. What kind of songs? Oh man, I like to do '80s. Like I did um. Uh huh. Welcome to the Jungle. That That was was a good one. That was '80s. '90s. Well, that's. No, it's not. Late was it 80s. early nineties? That's, that's late definitely eighties. Late lady. Oh, I thought it was nineties. Come on, you Sorry. lived through that. He doesn't. He doesn't fucking. I was all. born in ninety six. He doesn't even know what he did. He doesn't even know what he did legal. yesterday. You don't know what you're doing right now. Oh, touche. Oh, hello. Can I switch places with you? The couch is big enough for four, I think. Yeah, we're gonna have a four-way on this couch in two hours. Oh God. I'm uh, hiding all the booze. Mute the, the mic. Whiskey's going away. A yeah, squish- booze is terrible lube. A squishy. <laughs> oh, it dries you out, yeah. A yeah. squishy party? Squishy party? What What's is that? that? I don't know. I He's just made it up. He's more San Francisco than you guys, I, I guess. I just made it up. Come on, you have to, like, c- just just go with it. What does it mean? What's a squishy party? <laughs> you We'll figure it out as we go along. Is that like lube wrestling? Yeah, we're, we're not gonna do it's this. It's performance <laughs> art. This is not gonna happen in the studio. Oh come on! Your couch looks like it's easy to clean. Well, it is leather, but but then, no, we're not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that to, a soft to, no? It's time to be a little bit more open, Johnny. I think you know. No, oh, as open as your mustache. Come on, <laughs> as open as your bum hole. <laughs> All right. Thank all right. you for the literal I'm, interpretation, I'm up Taylor. To two fingers. So, so, so okay, you were so. saying about what were you saying? All right. Now, what what I want to do is I want to get to like your performance. We don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. I so. do. Like <laughs> coherent thoughts. That's okay. not. No, Johnny is on the ball. I drink less than you. But the thing is, okay. So Taylor, we know all about your your performances at Gamusa. We know all about like what you're doing. So what I want to do is I want to know Uh-oh. about like what you're doing. No, it's not. Oh, she just came home and stuff. The ogre just came home. It's not an ogre. Shut the fuck up. Don't, say <laughs> don't be don't be sexist. Yeah, just a woman has opinions. She's not an oni. Yeah. Just because a woman has a giant bat with a fucking skull on the end, yeah, and wants to bash you in and take you into the cave. All, yeah. all I oni. know is about uh, the fun levels about to decrease. No, the fun levels not going to do. It's my wife, dude. She doesn't hey, give a Jodan, fuck. Jodan, Jodan, eh? Oh, look, you learned some Japanese. We're, ha- yeah, we're playing you know, some jokes word. here. We're playing. He calls Mike- himself Michael Jordan. 
Nope. I got hung with oh that monitor. Oh my god, no. I got hung oh, with that. Dude, we're telling jokes, we're joke. having fun. You gotta stop with the joke. Alright, but I want, I want to know stop more about your jokes. events. This is yes. a comedy no, actually, podcast. No, the jokes are great, the jokes are great. So this is actually the very first all-king drag show. Is that correct, it Emmanuel? It is Yeah, there we go. Thank you, Dad. Yeah. Yes, let me shamelessly plug my event now. Um, so basically, yeah. Tokyo mm. All Kings of Tokyo is... For as long as there has been history recorded in Tokyo, the first all king show. Now, there have been lots of kings to grace the stage at mm. Tokyo Closet Ball, mm. but um, I noticed that, you know, kings historically have not had as much of a stage presence. And, you know, is that sexism? I is definitely that just, agree with that, yeah. Yeah, is that just, you know, less people are, are into it? I don't think so, because we have a t- ton of people who were really, really interested in becoming kings, who have already been performing in various <laughs> venues throughout Tokyo. How can people find your venues? Can oh. find out about can you guys? I, can I ask a question as well? Yes. After I choose out. you. Okay. Good. You don't want them to find out about like, I want, your I event? do. I do. But I feel <laughs> bad because he like, raised his I, hand like a student. He raised his hand. <laughs> do you feel like the drag king community is maybe in a sense more transgressive and that's why... Okay, I'm gonna pause that question okay. to continue plugging my event. My yeah. question! Um, yeah, see, that means can my you question's re- better. Turn to that I'm gonna return to that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, make a mental note. Yes. Let's put a pin um, in that. Put a pin in there. Let's put a pin in there. Alright, so how can um, people, like, say somebody's, like, really interested, like, there's faders that want to come to Japan and they're like, dude, this sounds awesome. I would love to check this out. This would be like the best part of my vacation or I'm moving to Japan and I, and I would love to be a part of this community. How can I get involved in stuff? How can I find you? What's going on? Please tell me the yes. information. Oh What's my God, I will. The 411 is on. Google Kings of Tokyo. Uh, we have Facebook, Kings of Tokyo JP. You can look us up there. We have Instagram. We have Tumblr. We have Twitter. We've got a fucking ton of social media. So it's just Kings of Tokyo, uh, that's it? Hmm? Kings of Tokyo, man, you guys are so lucky to have that because to, I would think somebody somewhere would have Kings of Tokyo.jp from like, no, you know, dude, that's us. Like a like a pachinko company. We did or find we did kind of find like, some like. I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Kings of Tokyo, because you are an electro band from somewhere in the EU, oh. and I don't think you've even been to Tokyo, so how dare you? But, um, oh, I know. I've got the same problem with me. Dude, my name's The Spilt Ink, my artist name. Yeah. Dude, this is fucking the... I have had this name, The Spilt <laughs> Ink, for many... For, like, what, 15 years, right? And this this fucking guy in Canada and stuff, in this small little town, like, this place called Uber, Uberta, Uberta or something. Like, Al- Alberta? Alberta. He, like, Uberta. No, Alberta's a big fucking... Place, no, 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 not where this guy lives. This guy lives in the middle of nowhere. This small right, little, like, like right, little right. village in the middle of it. I've Googled it and stuff. I found this guy because he uses the name to spill think. He He's to not Patreon. spiteful. No, I am a little bit. But he used the name to spill think and shit. He starts asking all these people for money. Be like, I'm making comic books. My name's the spill think and stuff. I'm an artist and stuff. So my mom sends me an email like, hey, there's some fat kid saying that he's you and he's got a beard. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> look it up. There's a kid saying he's mean and stuff. Yeah, it sucks. But yeah, but I completely Rude. understand what you're saying. And yeah, stuff. yeah kings of Tokyo. Maybe it's just y'all that. aren't even active. Just disable that account. But kings of Tokyo JP on Facebook, you can find us. We're also um, right now. It is uh, not public, but we're at our first event. We're gonna make our YouTube live. 
So be able to, even if you are not in the lovely land of the rising sun, be able to see our performances. Uh, see, see the cocks live on stage. Um, and also our cool performance. And yeah, no, I mean, I'm really fucking psyched for it because it's been a long time coming. Now, can yes, you... Yes, queen. Yes, king. Yes, yeah. king. Uh, king, king's at Tokyo. Um, so, but can we return to maybe yes. my yeah. question? And now, I, I want to ask a question about your question. Can I? Well... Yeah, please. Um, and and uh, let's I'm, just preface it. I'm not a... I'm just a straight man. You're I, just a Francisco straight man. I'm bound by my limitations of... Intellectuality from your experiences. Yes. You can't know something outside your experience. Okay. Because they've been yes. San Francisco for years. You grew up there. I grew up in San Francisco. Mm. Yes. Hey, isn't that nice? Just just this question to a question. Isn't it nice to go grow up in the city where you have like a lot of different ways to be a guy? Mm. Uh, um. Now. Can I speak openly and honestly? Yeah. yeah. You better not. Not on this show. No, because, of you can. I mean, I think, you know, of course, as a straight white male, the, the notion is that, that I, I'll, take, I'll take a little bit. The notion is that, hey, you're a, a, a privileged person. And in many ways I am. But... Um, uh, life always has its challenges. It's challenging, and um, it's like, oh, well, you're pri- privileged. Well, what does that mean? Like, um, I don't always get. I, I, I have my limitations uh, uh, within myself. I don't get to meet all the people I want to meet. I don't get to, um, perhaps sometimes, um, you know. Uh, be able to be with the people I want to be with mm-hmm. or you know it's not like hey you're a straight white male and of course you've had every girlfriend that you've ever wanted to have what or, the fuck are you talking about oh, we're talking about uh, so, living in San Francisco wait, no, I think no, no, no. we need to break down what privilege means huh. so yeah. many people think privilege just means you have no problems privilege just means you don't have problems based on the thing you're privileged by, whether it's a gender privilege or a sexuality privilege or a race privilege. And actually, um, I want to talk about this because this is actually something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I see a, a lot of people who have this sort of, yeah, understanding that to be feminist or to be, you know, politically correct, you have to go and, and bash men or like bash you know anything that's considered the majority but that's to me I feel completely missing the point like um I you know I, I'm trans so I, I've lived as a man before I've had that experience but just also talking with my male friends just existing in the world I think that men are just as hampered by the system as anyone else, any other gender. I think it's just in a different way. I, I don't think that basically whenever people are saying, oh, oh, men have these privileges, men can do this, but that, that, that's extremely limiting in its own way. Like, I think that the idea that you always have to be the aggressor 
that you always have to, you know, be the person in control, you have to be in power, you have to be standing your guard all the time. That's incredibly difficult. That's an incredible difficult way to go throughout life. And also then you have this sort of added guilt of like, well, I'm supposed to be the one on easy mode, right? Um, I, I don't think that that's easy, actually. I think that takes an incredible emotional toll. Um, and so I think that, you know, under the sort of system that we are, I think that men suffer as much as women, as much as people of other genders, but in a very different way. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's, maybe it's not the main thing of what I'm doing. Like, I want to put on a show, I want to entertain, but I also want to talk about this. Because we, we've talked about what it means to be a woman. We've talked about how women can be lots of different things. We've had these conversations where we've kind of opened up the box of womanhood to mean a lot of different things, but the box that is being a man, especially being a white man, being a straight man, that's still really small. That's claustrophobic. And I want to talk about that. I want to expand what that means because no one deserves to have, you know, go throughout life feeling like they can only exist in a very small way. We should be able to do what we want, how we feel. And unfortunately, we haven't had that sort of privilege. We haven't had that experience if, if you happen to be white, if you happen to be male. Um, and that's, what we're, that's another thing we're talking about at Kings of Tokyo, just as a drag king. I want to talk about that. Yeah, that that's a very profound statement. Well, yeah, it that is. was oh, the three cis men in this room are crying so much. <laughs> yeah, they were both. Can we t- let's have a compi to that? Okay. Oh, uh, uh, I already did my compi. I mean, uh, this yeah, guy already drank his whiskey. Yeah, yeah, you can compi with your beer. I was no, in the no, moment, no, 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 no. and that was that was a really serious yeah. in the moment. I'm sorry, I just laid down some truth. No, and this. you laid you laid down some yeah, truth, and that was Come some. By. Come by, I yeah. feel that was some really some deep stuff, you know. Um, and you could kind of uh, relate some of the ideas that I was trying to do so in eloquently. You could do so in a way eloquently and on point and. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I appreciate Bravo. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've had this experience. Uh, I've lived my life as a woman. I've lived my life as a you know, gender non-binary person. I've lived my life as a man. And honestly, living my life as a man was the hardest. What? <laughs> oh, wait, how old were you when you did that? I was young. I, I started transitioning when I was about 10. When you're 10 wow, years old, you yeah. start dressing like a guy? Yeah. And you start acting like a guy, so also, well, like, other boys in the neighborhood beat you up and stuff? Or? I mean, like, I was always friends with only men growing up. Uh, I had one female friend who turned out to also be a trans man. <laughs> <laughs> Grew up trans man. So, like, that, that, that gives you a little bit of my background, right? Um, but when I hit puberty, suddenly who I was was a big problem for everybody. Um, and that's before that. I never even thought about my gender. I was completely unaware to this thing called gender. <laughs> um, and it took me by surprise that other people were very aware of it. Uh, and so suddenly it wasn't okay to hang out with my guy friends, uh, who were my only friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so were you like a tomboy when you were growing up? Like I wasn't a tomboy. Baseboy, baseball, but like, to be to be a tomboy, you have What's to be baseboy. Don't fuck up, man. <laughs> king. I'm fucking up my words. Hold on. But yeah, I misspoke. But the thing that, is, that, I like that. 
that na- a bass boy like no, somebody who's no, no. in the bass no a bass boy is something different but no no but you're like what <laughs> is it Tom, what is it shut the fuck up was it, you're like a tomboy right well I didn't even think about that I mean people would call me that but I didn't I didn't see like and my parents didn't really push like you're a girl you're a boy I I was just me I was just Skylar and um doing the things that you were into what I was pursuing the interests in, yeah. that you which, enjoyed which were most of them were considered boy things, but I didn't think about it that way at all. And I, I had no consideration of, oh, well, my friends are boys. No, I was just like, these are my friends. Um, but when you hit puberty, suddenly mm-hmm. it just genders in your face, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of high school, right? I mean, that's, when we say puberty, a corresponding time is high school. Well, and high school, junior high things school. Kind of, yeah, no, no, I meant, I, actually, I really meant junior high school. Things start. Shaking down, like, uh, social groups start being mm-hmm. formed. I mean, there, there, I think that there's always social hierarchies, no matter what age you are. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, it just became a thing that people were very, very aware of when you hit, you know, sexual maturity at whatever age or if you start developing. Um, and so, yeah, no, I mean, I was very aware that I wasn't a woman. But suddenly, people were very, very in my face about insisting I was. Um, and so, that was weird. <laughs> but no, I was like, no, fuck you, I'm a guy. Um, and so, yeah, I lived as a guy for a couple years. When you are a, te- a teenager? Pre-teen? When I was a preteen, yeah, when I was 10, 9. So you tell people that you're a boy? Well, I mean, at, before I hit puberty, you couldn't tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all look the same. Um, but then when I hit puberty and people were very assertive that I was a woman. But that must have been, like, really hard in, like, school, you know? Like, when you're in school, everybody knows who you are. In your neighborhood, everybody knows who you are and stuff, you know? But when you go to, like, other, like, areas and stuff, like, I don't know which part of New York you're living in and stuff, but, like, let's say if you're in Brooklyn and then you go to Queens or, like, I don't know, anywhere in Manhattan and stuff... Nobody knows who you are and stuff, so you could you could reinvent yourself. You yeah, know? that's the great but, thing about cities. Yeah, but I mean, in your neighborhood, everybody knows, you know. Yeah, but I mean, what do you know? Like, you can really only judge people on you know what you see when you look at them. So you've got your secondary sexual traits because usually you're not like hanging your junk out to dry. Um, and but you've got, everybody's got like a brother and a cousin and a nephew or like everybody's got like all these like family members that know everything, you know? Yeah, but like, I mean... Did you have like a lot of family in your neighborhood? Not or? really, honestly. Um, it wasn't ever like that. It was just, you know, when people start developing, then suddenly people are very aware of, oh, well, you, you can't be a guy with tits. Hot fact, you can be a guy with tits. I'm one. Oh, man, Taylor has a nice rack. I wish you could see this, people, listeners at home, because it's, it's, oh, he's rubbing them. You can't touch them. Okay. Uh, I, want, I, I don't want, I wouldn't touch without permission. No, I'm all about consent. Yep, yep, Taylor's uh, all about consent. I, I, I am as well. Looking's free, go ahead. But, um. Get an eyeful. Those then. are, those are a little bit erect. They're I mean, perky. I can see, I can see those right through that. Yeah. White Right through that shirt. t-shirt. No, like someone at Closet Ball asked me, Taylor, are you on hormones? No, I'm just fat. <laughs> I, I was just thinking that. I didn't know how to ask it. I, mean, I was like, uh, how do I ask this one without getting in any trouble? Everybody has tits. It's like everybody has a butt. 
Oh, man. Some people have bigger tits than others. Some are better than others, I guess. Some tits are better than others, but everybody's got tits. All right. We well, do. What I want to do now is I want, I want to plug what you guys are doing so everybody knows how, like, all the people that are coming to Japan that are interested in this, they, they can find you guys, right? So one more time, I want you guys to give a plug, and then after that, we're going to do the news. Okay, right. yeah. Um, I do the Tokyo Closet Ball. That's Tokyo, like the city of Tokyo. Closet, like out of the closet. <laughs> And ball, as in balls in my mouth. <laughs> if you go to uh, Tokyo Closet Ball on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you'll find all the tea you need to know about closet ball shows, the Witch's Garden, uh, Witch's Garden, yeah, Witch's Kings Garden. of Tokyo, sounds- and much Tokyo. more. Cross-listing, motherfucker. That sounds pretty. So appealing. if you're going to Tokyo, please look up Tokyo Closet Ball. <laughs> All right, awesome. And if you come to Tokyo, also look up Kings of Tokyo. That's kings, as in the ancient medieval ruler. <laughs> and of, as in the word of. And Tokyo, as in the city of Tokyo. Tokyo-o, which sounds cooler in Japanese. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Our first show is August 11th, starting at 7.30. Uh, doors open. Then show at 8 to 10. We have kings from over 11 parts of the world. Wow. Yep. 11 different countries. And we're here to serve it up for you. So please come out. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. And faders, you should. You definitely should. Awesome. All right. Um, now, are, are straight men invited? Oh, Everyone's invited. <laughs> Everyone. Invited. I just want to make that clear to I, I I know that I'm invited. I want to make that clear to everybody listening. <laughs> like, so we, everybody you're never feels gonna get better unless you unless you put yourself out there. So please come educate yourself. And yeah. also like it's not fucking education either. It's just a good time. Mm. Like we're we're campy. We're doing you know ridiculous costumes. We're here in full glitter beard. Um, we are doing all sorts of fun music and dancing. We have a fake boy band called Arashi Rashi, mm. which means Arashi. Arashi Rashi. I know what that means. But, uh, wait, a fake boy band? A fake oh, boy band. How can you be a fake boy band? Well, a boy band is already fake, right? We're fake singing no, and fake dancing, Arashi. and we're also fake men. Arashi's like so. Michael Jackson. <laughs> And that's actually more real. Oh man, it's just a 360. Yeah, you, we just flipped the fucking we script. We flipped the fucking script. Hey yo, what's up, Baders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, i got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Well, it was that point of time when the show got a little bit crazy. 
We learned too much about transgenderism, if that's what is politically correct to say these days. I, I don't know. Or transgender identity. Well, faders, uh, yeah, what happened was... Um, I think we got a little bit too excited, a little bit too faded, and I had too much of a good time, and it, it just got to be at the point where everybody was talking at the same time. I lost control. You know, I you you have a couple of shots of whiskey, you add an infinite amount of beer to the mix, and um, things just get a little bit too uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bad way or anything, you know, we just all had a good time, but um, yeah, we, we attempted to read the news, and uh, some of it turned out okay, but most of it turned into, um, I, I don't know, what was the name of that music from uh, the late 1990s, or, you know, right after techno became kind of commercial, it was like that uh, happy hardcore stuff, and then they had the dark hardcore stuff, it, it sounded like a CD was skipping, and every like five minutes you hear like some like Japanese girl say something like, Geeky Deska or something like that. Remember that shit? Anyway, it kind of sounded like that a little bit. And um, yeah, um, I, I don't want you guys to hear a train wreck actually go down. I mean, we've all seen the Titanic. We know what it sounds like. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to spare you guys the gruesome details. But um, I will read you guys some news. And my voice is a little bit uh, messed up at the moment. I do sincerely apologize. Um, it's because last night, actually... <coughs> This is a week later from when we recorded this. But uh, last night I had one of my events. Um, for all you fitters that don't know, I organize rock and roll, punk rock, sometimes hardcore events. And um, I organized them at a, a venue called Knob in Shibuya. And, and the reason why it's called Knob is because, all right, the rumor is, I'm not sure if this is true, back in the day, the door that led to the club had this very interesting door handle, right? It was like medieval or something. So they, they named the club Knob. Because of the the doorknob, right? But now I guess that the meaning of knob has changed, or I guess in Japan people never realize that it means something completely different. <laughs> so the venue that I rent out is called Knob. <laughs> it's a great venue. The staff is fantastic. It's two thousand yen or twenty dollars, all you can motherfucking drink. And um, yeah, some people drink too much, and some people drink just enough. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I didn't drink at all. I'm on this weird challenge. I'm on a, uh, I'm on a, oh God, I'm on this. It's called a blackout challenge, and and I I got cornered into it. One of my friends and I were drinking, and she wanted to lose weight, and I said I want to I wanted to lose a couple of pounds. So she said, why don't you join a join me with a black was it a blackout challenge? And I'm like, what's a blackout challenge? And she said a blackout challenge is where you do a challenge for one month, and then after that month, the person who loses has to buy enough beer for the winner in order for them to black out. And it could be any kind of beer. It could be any kind of liquor, actually. Um, it could be from any bar or anything. So, I mean, it could get kind of expensive. And um, I, I plan on winning this bet. So these days, I'm only drinking gin and tonics or vodka tonics. Uh, gin and tonics are actually better, depending on the gin. But um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing now. So I'm not, I'm not drinking beer for the month of August. So I'm not really hungover at all today. But uh, yeah, I was talking really loud because last night's event was absolutely fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, faders, if you're in Japan, definitely hit me up and I'll definitely get you guys on the VIP guest list at uh, one of my events. My events are called AMP. You know, like an amplifier, AMP, AMP. But yeah, if you go to Facebook and you check out AMP, you'll definitely find uh, these events and stuff. Um, yeah, they're pretty great. Um, I always try to get uh, the best of the best of bands of which I can afford. 
<laughs> I don't make any money doing these. In fact, I, I usually lose a little money, make a little, little money, or most likely break even. And you know what? I'm just doing it for the love of the music. I fucking love music, and I love live. I love it when a band's on stage and they're performing. And it's just so real, you know? I mean, when you listen to music on, on a CD... Or our MP3 or iPad, I don't know, whatever, wherever you listen to music, <laughs> YouTube, but um, yeah, it's just so, it's just so perfect, you know, there's no flaws, you know, and yeah, yeah, I mean, you can listen to amazing music, and we all do, you know, on with MP3s or whatever, but when you see a band on stage, you know, there's just magic there, you know, it's it's an experience, and I and I think everyone should go on to a concert at least once a month, you know, it, it's like... It's like recharging your batteries, and you've got a long week. It's really stressful. You got clients. You got your boss. You got this. You got that. You got to commute. You got you got to pay for taxes. You got to pay for gasoline for your car so you can get to your job or your school. You got teachers. You've got all this stuff, all this pressure, all this stress. You go to a concert, man, and I tell you what: when you go to a concert, the music is loud. The music is aggressive, and you're watching people up there rocking out, dude. And I, I tell you what: for that hour, two hours, three hours that you're there, you know you don't think of anything except for what's going on right there or you're talking to somebody cool that's that's probably getting drunk just like you you know and um that's always a lot of fun and you don't have to drink to have a good time and stuff at a concert i mean the music is more than enough as long as you're going to a good concert so yeah uh, choose your battles wisely <laughs> all right let's see here um dum -ba -dum -ba -dum, gonna read the news do 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 okay i'll read this article Okay, this uh, I'm going to read one article of news, and the rest is going to go to the Patreon page. So sign up for the Patreon. And if you sign up for the Patreon, um, there's a lot of stuff there. Every week, I'm uploading classic episodes, like uh, of video episodes of Got Fitted Japan from the early hundreds. Right now, we're like, what, 411? 411. Oh, shit. 411. Oh, man. I should have changed the title. Okay, well, anyway... Drop the ball on that. But um, anyway, there's videos up there. There's music. I've, I've uh, uploaded a couple of pretty good CDs that you could only get here at Cafe to Japan. Uh, there's all sorts of bonus content. Uh, there's uh, bloopers. There's uh, bonus stories. I mean, shit, man, we read quite a few stories in each and every episode, but if you want to get some really hardcore stories, they are on the Patreon page. And if you sign up for the Patreon page, it's only buying us a beer. It's only five bucks. You know, it's like you see us at a bar and you're like, hey, there's Johnny, there's, there's Sean, there's Jude, there's, there's Jeremy. Oh man, there's the Got Faded Japan crew. I'm going to buy one of them a beer. And by doing that, by buying one of us a beer, 500 yen, $5, 5 euros, you are entitled to all the goodies that we have on the Patreon page. So please sign up, support us now. Here we go for story and only story because we are a little over time. JR doing away with the train departure chimes on Joban line to bid to stop dangerous mad dashes. Um, I'm sure Tokyo, London, Paris, Chicago, and every city that has trains, which is most cities, well, not most cities, but every major city that has a train, 
Um, if you've been in that city, if you if you lived there, if you visited there, you've definitely seen like the doors of the train or the subway kind of start to shut, and then you see like two or three people run. They run as fast as they can to try to jump through these uh, these doors, right? And sometimes that happens in the morning in Japan. Not so much the last trains, but in the morning trains when you know businessmen or salary men have to get to their office, they got a meeting, or they gotta they gotta look at some paperwork or whatnot. Yeah, they don't want to piss off their boss by showing up 30 seconds late because 30 seconds late in Japan, dude, that's a lifetime and that's very bad. So a lot of people, not a lot of people, but every so often, not every so often, God, <laughs> maybe I should have drank last night. Mm-mm-mm. But you see people dash for the trains and um, usually they make it, you know, Japanese people. I mean, dude, this is the country that invented ninja. All right. So these people, I guess these salarymen, maybe when they dash for the train doors that are shutting, they, they run so quickly. And then maybe that that intuitive ninja spirit that's deep down in their soul, like kicks in, you know, and that with like a little dash of adrenaline, they can soup right through those doors and they make it and everything is all good and groovy and they can get to their job without being late because that's bad being late. Here we go. In Japan, trains come and go with such frequency that most stations don't bother to have an actual employee individual announce each arrival and departure. Instead, there's usually a pre-recorded voice that lets travelers know when the train is pulling up and after it's been stopped for a few moments. A chime plays from speakers on the platform, signaling that the doors are about to close and the train will be deporting shortly. However, East Japan Railway thinks that some would-be passengers aren't getting the intended message of the train will be departing soon, so please step abroad calmly and orderly. Instead, they think some people interpret the chime as, run as fast as you can to the train and don't stop no matter what. Hurry, 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 you're gonna miss it. Okay, so basically, there's a, people are misunderstanding what this chime is for. Um, and to be honest, I never run for a train. If I'm gonna be late, I was intended to be late. The universe wanted me to be late. I'm usually not late, but <laughs> I don't run for trains. Not anymore, I'm too old. I'm too old. <laughs> I've got bad joints. Um, while Japan is a country that hates being late, it also doesn't like people running full tilt through the station and crashing into other travelers. Obviously, the writer of this article has never been to the Tokyo station on the Yamanote line. That station, you always see people running. But they're not running to, they're not running, like, to hit the train or to get in between the doors. They're just running through the station. (laughs) They're running somewhere. I don't know where they're running. Maybe it's a game. (laughs) Maybe everybody's playing a game that I'm not invited to. You know, they're all just running around the train station and all having a good old groovy time. Okay, here we go. One more time. While Japan is a country that hates being late, it also doesn't like people running full tilt through the station and crashing into other travelers, often getting to the train just in the stick a hand in a closing doors. God, sometimes these articles are written so poorly. I think they're translated. Well, obviously they're translated. Um, causing the conductor to open the doors back up again and delaying the departure. Ooh, that's not good. Many of Japan's stations require you to navigate step stairs on your way to the platform, which can lead to a nasty injury spill 
if you're not walking carefully. So always walk carefully. Faders, if you're gonna walk, walk carefully, okay? When you walk, keep your eyes open. If you're going, if you're going upstairs, go up, don't go down. Don't go down if the stairs are going up, okay? Don't do that, okay? Go straight and then go up. Unless the stairs are going down. If the stairs are going down, you go down too. Do not try to go up on stairs that are going down. If you try to go up on stairs that are going down, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out for you. This article even says. <laughs> uh, I'm so stupid. Uh, so in an attempt to combat such behavior, behavior, J.R. East will be doing away with the platform departure chime for certain trains on the Juban line, which is a very popular line, which runs north from Tokyo starting August 1st. Ooh, wow, that's like two days ago. Old news. No departure time will play from the platform speakers for local trains traveling between Tokyo's Kameyari Station and Ibaraki Prefecture's Toridai Station. <laughs> JR's logic is that the platform speakers are too effective, pumping out the chimes with enough volume that people can hear them even if they're still at the station's entrance or elsewhere in the building. <laughs> Run! Run! <laughs> oh my god, that's a big station too, could you imagine? Um, a building not yet close enough to the station to catch the train without running at a dangerous speed. I think running in any train station in Japan is dangerous because there's so many people here, especially in Tokyo, of course. However, the company also realized it can't just have trains shutting their doors and leaving without any warning either, so it's arrived at its compromise. Instead of using the large platform speakers, the local trains will announce their departure via smaller external speakers speakers mounted on the train carriages themselves. Well, that's a good idea. There we go. Which should still be loud enough so that anyone close enough can make their way onto the train in time with still moving at a reasonable speed can hear the chime. Okay, cool. Problem solved. Uh, the Joban line um, is a limited time test program, but it if it's found to be effective, JR says it will consider expanding it to other lines it operates as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, it, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody like run headfirst into a train door that just shut and them just like falling backwards into like a big mass of people causing hysteria. That's bad. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I'm sure it's happened. Oh man, Faders, if you've had any experiences on trains in Japan that are interesting, or if you've uh, seen any any crazy shit that's happened in, in a train station in Japan, please send us photos, tell us a story. We'd love to read these stories online and give you props. And um, I think that's it, Faders. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Got Faded Japan. And uh, the next episode, uh, I'm pretty sure the co-host is going to be Mr. Jude. So we've got a lot of news of which we're going to read on that show. And uh, Jude's been doing some pretty interesting stuff. Stuff. I'm going to get more in-depth with my blackout challenge, my one month of losing weight, and um, some of the hijinks I've endured already in that, which is not easy. Losing weight sucks, man. God, gaining weight gaining weight is so much ugh, it's so much easier, and it's so much more fun. Well, why, can't, why can't fat be cool? <laughs> why can't fat be awesome? 
<laughs> why, why, when, you know, when you go to the beach and you see like a big guy and you're a big guy and stuff and you give the little nod and they give the nod, why can't you have that every day, you know? I mean, gosh, you know, being skinny, come on, it's so passe, that's so like 1990s. Remember, remember the, the models that were so skinny that they're dying and stuff in the 90s? Remember that stuff? It was like the, the era when Kate Moss was a model and shit. Models were literally starving themselves to death. And then I, I think that's, the, like, that's why America has this huge, like, kind of obese epidemic right now. It's because, you know, in the 90s, when we're younger and stuff, you know, or we're looking at magazines, we're watching MTV or this or that and stuff, and we see these models that are like skeletons, and it said that this is beautiful. These girls are hot. And we're like, yeah, these girls are hot, I think. I don't know. But okay, yeah, I guess they're hot. Yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden they started dying and shit. Like one model died of an anorexia. Another model died of a bulimia. Another model died of God knows what. <laughs> well, back in the nice, I don't know. It could be anything. But um, yeah, then after that and stuff, I, I think people are just like, fuck it. Donuts are delicious. Fuck this, dude. I'm ordering a pizza. Yeah, double up that cheese. What, cheese in the crust? Fuck yes, yeah, sign me up. I'm in. I'm in like Flynn, man. Hell yeah. So I think that's exactly what happened and stuff. And that's why we have this epidemic of like obese people like myself. Hey, there we go. That's me. Why do I got to lose weight? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm losing weight naturally, actually, because it's like a million degrees outside and I'm consistently and constantly sweating. All I'm doing is sweating. I'm sweating right now. When I wake up, I'm sweating. When I walk outside, I'm sweating. When I'm eating lunch, I'm sweating. When I'm using the can, I'm sweating. I'm sweating on the can, but that's natural. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm always sweating and stuff. And so I should be losing weight naturally like that. Forget about exercise and a diet. <laughs> Anyway, oh, the good old days. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. I, I hope we all learned something interesting in this episode. And um, yeah, don't run for your trains. See you next week and fade on. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.